Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. Good afternoon, everybody. This is KSCO. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I have Dr. Mindy Pels with me again this week. And we are here to talk to you about what you should do about fasting, what kind of fasting you should do, why you should do it, and we're going to try to fill in some blanks for you. So um, anyway, welcome, Dr. Mindy. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You betcha. So um, I guess just to start it off, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of questions that I get from my patients about fasting. What kind of fasting should I do? Um, How do I know if I'm doing it correctly? What if I get some kind of weird symptoms? Should I be concerned about this? And Uh so uh, that's why we decided to talk about the different types of fasting. Yeah, I think it's so interesting that the fasting movement has become really popular. People are pretty excited about the results they're getting. But like we talked about last week, it's just not as simple as you just stop eating. And there are a lot of different phases and ways you can go about this. So, and then I, I also think we should talk about what the symptoms are when you fast, because there's a lot of misunderstanding around that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and start with some of that? Yeah. I think the, the first thing that I always tell people is start with intermittent fasting. And you know, the, the studies have been done on 13 to 15 hours without food, you stimulate something called autophagy. And autophagy is where the cells start to repair themselves. And for a lot of people, that's going to be easy. Like I've get patients that tell me, oh, I naturally haven't been eating breakfast or I make myself eat breakfast and I just don't, I'm not hungry in the morning. So I think that for starters, everybody should experiment with that type of fasting. Now with that, a lot of times people will tell me, oh my gosh, I was dying for <laughs> my first meal when, yeah. I, when I take breakfast away. Exactly. And have you, did you notice that when you... Yeah. Yeah, me too. When you first start fans, fasting... Yeah, I couldn't imagine it. You know, I was going, well, no, I have to have some food or I'm not going to make it through the day. And you and I are busy chiropractors, so it takes yep. a lot of work to do that. Yeah, I, I was under the impression that breakfast was the most important meal. And I was trying to work with it from a more paleo standpoint. I got the understanding of no carbs, but I still felt like, oh, but I should be eating breakfast. So when I took breakfast away, it was tough. It was really tough. But, Mm. you know, as you know, what the body does is it adapts. And that's what we're looking for is that adaptation. Wow. You know, I think that that's the word of the day or Mm -hmm. should be the word of the year, really, because that's, that's really what happens when you allow the body to take back control of itself. And you and I both are really strong component or proponents to helping people understand the body does know what to do. It does know how to heal. We just need to give it a chance and get out of its way. Yeah. Yeah. I, if there was one message I could spread to the world, it's just that your body is so powerful. The challenges you've never been taught how powerful it is, and you've never been given the tools to tap into that power. And that's where fasting can really help you believe in your body again. Yeah, I want to kind of say a funny thing about the fasting and the breakfast. I have one patient that, uh, you know, when we started talking about fasting, she just had this huge sigh and she just kind of sat there and says, I've been waiting my whole life for somebody to tell me I don't need to eat breakfast. That's amazing. Isn't yeah. that amazing? Because yeah. we've been forcing food down us for so much and we're getting heavier and heavier and sicker and sicker and all these yeah. health problems. Yeah, and you and I talk about this a lot where the, the, the phrase is don't eat less, mm-hmm. eat less often. 
Yeah. So we're so obsessed on what we're eating and calories, how many, how many calories we're eating. But in reality, we should be obsessed on how often we're eating. And if we could just take, compress our eating and take some of these meals away, you could figure out that, like I mentioned this last week, that you literally could have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. You just have to stop eating so much and yeah. so, I mean, so often. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you had a car and you have a gas tank, and as soon as you use a tenth of the tank, you stop and fill it up again. You never get a chance to use all the gas. Your body's got to store that food somewhere. And guess what? It's going on your hips or your gut or somewhere. Yeah, that's right. So so for me, intermittent fasting is your entry point. And if you're curious about fasting, start with 13 to 15 hours. Once you've mastered that, you can start to push that that fast even longer. So we call it compressed eating. Uh, many of my patients now really eat dinner. That's primarily because they just become so fat adapted. Mm-hmm. The body is so used to having these extended periods of fasting um, that it just becomes really easy. Having said that, in the beginning, it's not easy. No, and that's one of the things. In fact, we should mention that on January 5th, you and I both are doing a workshop. Yours is going to be in San Jose. Yep. And mine will be here in Santa Cruz. Where's your your event going to be? Yeah, mine is at a church in downtown San Jose Mm -hmm. that we hold all all our events at. And what I, you know, my passion and what I really want to teach people this January is metabolism. How Mm -hmm. do you tap into your cellular metabolism with these fasting principles? I think that we all walk around and say, I wish I had a faster metabolism, but do you really know what that means? And so what I'm going to do at this event is teach people what that means and where fasting can speed up your metabolism. Yeah, that's awesome. And so what's the name of the church or how do they get a hold of you? Uh, Just throw that out now. Yeah, it's, it, the event is called the Metabolic Reset mm-hmm. and you can find it on Eventbrite. So if you just go to eventbrite.com, mm-hmm. uh, you can also find it on my Facebook page, Dr. Mindy Pels. I have all the information there as awesome. well. Yeah, and ours will be the same date. Yours is in the morning. I think yep. mine's in the afternoon. And we'll be in um, Santa Cruz at the Interlight Church, I believe, but you can definitely um, tap in to my office. It's McCollum Family Chiropractic or go to Dr. Duncan McCollum. That's my Facebook page. And now you can also on your phone, put in the phone number 474747. That's only six numbers, but put that in the, uh, as it's a phone number and then type start fasting in the text line, all one word, and that will take you to the site. So it's kind of technical for me, but you know, I I figured it out. So I think you can too. It's awesome. I love it. I love it. So uh, talk about metabolism. Let's let's talk about what metabolism is, what goes on in the cell. Why is this cell so darn important? Yeah. So you've got 72 trillion cells in your body and they all run off of certain principles that uh, again, we're just have never been taught. So uh, with the cells, you will need to make sure that you're getting nutrients into them and that you're getting toxins out of them. And you really want to stimulate in order to speed up your metabolism to get more energy. You want to stimulate a part of the cell called the mitochondria. And what we're finding is that with the standard American diet, the wrong oils, high carbs, eating all the time, that the outer membrane of these cells become very inflamed. So they stop working right. And the mitochondria are trying to spit out energy, but the energy is not able to get out of the cell, the ATP. It's not able to get out of the cell so that the cell can, that you can feel the energy. Yeah. So cellular repair really has to be the cornerstone of what you do when you try to lose weight, when you're trying to bring your energy back. Yeah, and I talked about this last week too, about like if you scraped your elbow and you just kept running, rubbing dirt in it, it would yep. never heal. Well, our cell walls are, are being bombarded with so many toxins and we can go into some of those a little bit later, but it's almost like if you had poison oak, I know in California, most of us have had poison oak and you've known somebody that had your whole face covered with poison oak, so your eyes were swollen shut. It's not a very good feeling, you're very grumpy. That's kind of how the cells get, the cell walls get so toxic that the little 
openings or the, the holes that the nutrients get in are plugged. So yep. the cells are basically starving to death in a toxic environment. And these little mitochondria things you're talking about, they, they start to actually die. You yep. start to lose them in our cells. So we're, what we're talking about is teaching you how to actually, and teaching is the key word here. Yep. We want to help you understand how to do this, how you can learn um, through the, a process to um, get your body healthy, get the toxins out of the cells, out of the cell walls, and, and get the mitochondria to reproduce themselves so you can actually live a life doing what you want to do. Yeah, and I, I love the word teaching because there's a lifestyle here mm -hmm. that you, if you tap into it, you can lower cellular inflammation. And what's so cool is that if you're struggling to lose weight, if you have no energy, if you're in a chronic pain, guess what? If you turn back towards the cell and you start to repa repair that cell, you can actually get rid of all of those symptoms. So it, it sounds a little too good to be true, but there are principles you need to follow. And fasting is one of those ways that the cell can actually start to repair itself. Yeah, and I think what we're looking at is we're looking at the way nature works. Yep. We're looking at what, you know, when animals get sick, they don't go eat ice cream and watch Perfect TV. Point. They just go lie under the car and wait and not eat. And they allow your the body to actually kill the virus or the bacteria or run its course. Yep. What happens is that animal comes out with a leaner, stronger body because the weaker cells have died yep. and the bad cells have died. And that's what fasting does for you. Of course, we want to help you do it in a controlled environment. Yeah, I think that's so such a powerful example because even when you have the flu, most people don't feel like eating. And I don't know about, I'm sure you get this in your office. People ask me like, should I eat? Should I not eat when, I, when I'm not feeling well? And my response always is don't eat. Let mm -hmm. the body do its, let the innate intelligence kick in. Let the body do what it was designed to do. So- and uh, one thought I had as you were talking is that there is an amazing study done on the agouti mouse mm -hmm. and uh, it was done out of Duke University and the study took two mice that had the obesity gene. They fed them exactly the same food. Weren't they identical twin mice too? I think they were identical, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. They fed them the same food. They controlled their exercise so their calorie output was exactly the same. The only difference was they exposed one to be BPA plastic and the other one did not get exposed. Yeah, BPA plastic is that stuff that you get in the water bottles that you leave in the car when they got heated up and all these other sources too. BPA is everywhere. They yeah. actually say now that it's not a matter of if you have BPA in your body, it's how much. Wow. And so what ended up happening to these two mice is that they ended up where one, the one who was exposed to the plastic started to get, become obese. The, the mice's hair changed and that mice became sick. So what happened to that mouse? What was the difference there? And the difference was that toxins start to agitate the cellular membrane. They start to get stuck in these receptor sites. And now the part of your cell, the mitochondria that you need to help with metabolism cannot do its job. It can't give you energy. So cellular repair really has a powerful impact on your overall health, not only from a standpoint that you should be avoiding toxins, Toxins, but how do you implement some of these ancient healing strategies like you and I talked on how do we get your body to repair itself and start to detoxify itself? And that's where fasting comes in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we could go on and on. And by the way, you should come to our workshop. I think we're each going to do a two-hour workshop. Yep. And, and you know what? You'll get so much information. Our goal is for you to walk away from these going, okay, I think this would be the best one for me. Yep. Um, maybe fill out a questionnaire that will help guide you to that. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about those a little bit more, but so intermittent fasting, I think that's the first one we really want to talk about. Yep. Yep. And you, and you had mentioned for those of you just joining us that, um, intermittent fasting is shortening your eating window. Yep. And most people who do this, since we eat dinner and breakfast, there's about 12 hours. So if you stretch that out to 16 hours, you're actually doing intermittent fasting. Um, and some people, it's okay if you skip dinner and do it the other way. Just, oh yes, that's a really good point. Yeah. It doesn't matter. A lot of my patients will say, I don't want to do dinner. Great, yeah. do breakfast and lunch. But, and the point you were talking about is, and I think this is just the most amazing 
thing that the guy who won the Nobel Prize for 2016, Dr. Yushinori Asumi, I really well practice saying well that. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it. he studied autophagy and he says mm-hmm. under times of stress, the body's going to break down the weak and dying um, unhealthy cells in the body. And this is amazing because it's going to take all that stuff and make new cells out yep. of it. Yep. Yeah. And I, again, I think people just aren't aware. I, I, when you take food out of the equation in the beginning, like we mentioned, what ends up happening is you don't feel so good. And I think, and you're hungry. And so when you're hungry, I think there's a belief system that if I continue to not eat, I'm only going to become more hungry. And what Osumi really taught us was that actually doesn't happen. The longer you go without food, there is a switch that happens where the body goes into the cell, the intelligence of the body goes into the cell and starts to eat the toxins inside the cell. That's so amazing. Right? And as it's doing that, guess what happens to your hunger? your hunger goes away. So I'll use myself as an example. I do usually around 16 to 18 hours of fasting on most days. Mm -hmm. And about 10 o'clock every morning, I have a moment where I'm like, okay, I'm hungry and I I wanna eat. If I hang in there and luckily I'm at work and I'm busy. And if I hang in there for half hour, an hour, by the time I'm available to go eat, I'm not hungry anymore. Because the body has made that switch. It's doing what it needs to do in the absence of food. Yeah, and when we were you know, not so fortunate as we are now in this country where we can just open the refrigerator or our desk drawer and pull out some nuts or a candy bar, you know, right. um, the body, that's how the body was supposed to work. Uh, we are taught eat six times a day, eat whenever you're hungry. And the ramifications of this is it's causing disease because yep. we talked about that last time. I don't want to get off track too much, but come to our workshop. You can find out more about it. But yeah. what's happening with when you, and I have that same thing about about 10 or 11 o'clock, I'm thinking I got to eat. Thank gosh, I'm so busy right then right. <laughs> treating people that right. I don't get a chance. Yep. And by the time one or two comes along, I go, well, am I going to eat or eat to Tonight, I might yeah. I might have a whole 24-hour fast. Yeah, and I think this brings up a really good point too, which is one of the tricks to being successful at fasting is stay busy, <laughs> especially yeah. when you first do it, mm-hmm. um, is that what will end up happening is when you're uncomfortable, if you're at home, if you... If, you, if it's a weekend, go back to bed. Go to, go to bed, let your body do what it needs to do. If you're at work, just stay busy. And remember, hang in there because the body's making the switch. While you're busy doing your daily activity, the body is figuring it out and is gonna go into that cell and that cell is gonna start to, the, the toxins are gonna fuel your body so that you, do, you can start to feel good again. That is so amazing. I mean, just think about, you know, us as very large animals, right? Versus the individual cells. But we have all of this waste that we don't know what to do with. So we throw it in oceans and stuff. But these cells are so smart. They can go in and convert all of that toxic waste, when push comes to shove, they will convert it into energy. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the other mind bending idea around fasting for me that I've seen with with my patients and was really brought to us by Dr. Jason Fung, Mm -hmm. which he is believes in these longer block fasts. So once you get yourself adapted to intermittent fasting, then you can start to push your fasts out. So you can go 24 hours, you can go 36 hours. And what Jason Fung really taught us, and if you haven't checked out his book, it's called The Obesity Code. I really recommend that you look at it. He's got some great videos on YouTube. But what he showed us is that when you look at fat, which a lot of people come to fasting because they want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. When you look at fat, all fat is, is stored food. You just, you just stored your food from years and years and years. So lower your carbohydrate load down, start to f- uh, implement some intermittent fasting, and you'll end up where you're not storing as much food as you were years ago, but the longer you fast, you start to go and access the food that you stored a decade, decade ago. And the analogy he uses is, If I go to the market, I buy a bunch of food, I look at my refrigerator, 
I put my food in the refrigerator and I'm and it's completely full. I have extra food on my countertop. So then what do I do with that extra food? I go and I put it in my refrigerator in my garage. Yeah. Now I can eat the whole week, empty my food in in the, my refrigerator in my house. But at some point when that's empty, I need to go get the food that I stored in the garage fridge refrigerator. Yeah, the only difference between that that um, example in our life is we're carrying it all with us. That's right. We're carrying our refrigerators around with us. That's, that's <laughs> so brilliant. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, so you can go on Jenny Craig, you can go on Weight Watchers, yeah. you can try to deprive yourself of calories. But if you're eating, eating, eating all the time, then you're not telling your body to go pull the food out of the refrigerator in the garage. Right, and one of the main things here too, and we'll talk about this, by the way, we are both, when we were having these events, Mindy, you're, you're gonna be doing like a three week program or longer, whatever it is, teaching people what they individually need to know to handle various things. And I'm gonna, mine will be a little longer on this side of the hill and you can find out about that at our main events on January 5th. But sometimes people are so sick that there are bugs in their gut. Like you mentioned, we have 72 trillion, trillion yeah. cells of our own body. We know we have 100 trillion bugs in our gut. So sometimes they're so off and so damaged that trying to, when we start to fast, they might kick up and make us sick. Yeah. And those are some of the things we want to teach you about what to look for, what we can do about it. But that's kind of like some of the food in the refrigerator has gone rancid. So you might feel analogy. some bad, you know, you might have some, some symptoms come up and you don't want to just quit. You want to push through them. Uh, we've always figured I'm hungry. You got to eat. Now I have a symptom. I got to cover it up. Your body needs to give, be given a chance to go through this process of healing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have so many thoughts on that. The first is trust your body. That's mm -hmm. the first thing when I hear you talk about that, I'm thinking, yeah, people really trust your body. You know, we have a desire to always make adverse symptoms go away. We get a fever. We want to kill it with Tylenol. Hmm. Um, but really what a fever is, is the body's way of burning out an infection. So when we start fasting, we start uh, changing the way we eat. If we get a detox reaction, we want to make it go away with whatever food, uh, whatever can soothe us in that moment. Um, that's why being coached through these programs, that's why getting the information, like coming to these events that we do, what you and I are trying to do is teach people what do these different symptoms mean? And I, I, I think we should talk a little bit about some of the symptoms, but wh what do you do when you have an adverse reaction as you're going, as you're making that switch and going over to more fasting, less eating, Eating, what happens if you don't feel well? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know what? What are the, some of the common symptoms? Are headaches or fatigue or uh, irritability? Um, those are some of the ones that I see. Gut pain, constipation, whatever it might be. You're you're, pour, you're pouring out toxins sometimes, so you might have digestive disorders. That's right. The, and we talked about this last week that. When you take food out of the equation, you have bacteria that live in your gut mm -hmm. that have been feeding off the food you've been eating. Mm -hmm. And some of it, some, like people who have SIBO, they're, they're actually- that, that means small intestine bacterial overgrowth, by the way. Yeah, so your small perfect. intestine has bacteria, too much in there, it really shouldn't have any. Uh, or some good ones, but you know, go ahead. Yeah, no. So with SIBO, they can't eat vegetables. People get really bloated when they have when they have vegetables. So you kind of scratch your head and you go, well, wait a second, aren't vegetables great for you? Mm -hmm. But if your bacterial world is off or, or bacteria is in the wrong place, sometimes the best thing you can do is take food out of the equation. Yeah, that's right. So, and when you do that, these bacteria die. And when they start to die, you can be constipated, you can be bloated, um, you can have a lot of gas. And, and it can be scary because you are fasting, you're not eating, and it, your brain starts playing tricks on you and you think, oh, should I be doing this? Should I not be doing this? And really the body's doing, again, it's killing these bad opportunistic bacteria, which is a great thing, but it's scary in the process. You know, I just had this thought, you know, I mean, we see people that go to the gym and they, or they want to run a marathon and they beat themselves up and tear their bodies apart preparing for that 
marathon. People want to go get a degree in chiropractic or medicine or something else. They beat themselves up going to school. And all these different processes, anytime you're really going to make a change, there's some sweat equity in yes. it. And there's yes. sweat equity in fasting and getting yourself healthy. It's, there's no magic pill. So what? When, as you were talking about some of those symptoms, I go, yeah, that's just like going to school and having to study for finals. It's time and energy put into something that may not be what you want to be doing, but the outcome's amazing. The outcome is amazing and yeah. it's and it's lasting. So if you just take yeah. the topic of weight loss, how many times have we been on and off and on and off diets? Yeah. Um, and with fasting, you are changing the whole way that your body burns energy from these cells. And so when you become fat adapted, now you your result is permanent. It, it, it's a much more lasting result. And that's why, you know, f f I think fasting could heal the world. Yeah. It, it doesn't cost money. <laughs> it, you know, anybody can do it. Um, it does take sweat equity. Yeah. It's, I think that's really important that it won't be always easy but it's pretty darn simple. You know, what's really amazing is when we go out to eat now, my wife and I or our family, and or even when I make meals, I, I eat so little. Right. You know, I, yeah. I, I can't even think of eating half a chicken, you know, in the yep. old days I may or whatever. But, you know, your body just shrinks and it, it knows what you need. And I live off so little food now. It's, it's just... Phenomenal. Us too. In fact, I, I don't know if I told this story last year, uh, week, but we've got two teenagers at <laughs> home. And um, sometimes my husband and I fast so much now, sometimes they'll look at us and they'll be like, um, are we eating today? <laughs> <laughs> and my response is, oh yeah. That's right. Oh yeah, I forgot about you guys. Humans I'm sorry. eat, humans yeah. eat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, did we not tell you dad and I are on extended fast this week? And, and they, and they kind of like, like roll their eyes at us. And But yeah, I mean, it really is true that you can get away with less food, it costs less, um, and your body heals. Yeah. And so we, we were talking about intermittent fasting. Let's switch over to uh, like the extended water fast, unless yeah. there's another one you want to cover No, first. I think that, so first step would be intermittent. Mm -hmm. I think second step then is, okay, how do I fast longer? Yeah. Um, 24 hours is a good next step. Mm -hmm. You basically, we call it a dinner to dinner fast. So you would eat dinner. I, I do it one a week. So I do every Monday because it's my busiest day. I'll do uh, dinner Sunday night, get up in the morning. I'll drink my cup of coffee, which we can talk a little bit about if you can have coffee during these fasts or not. Um, and then I don't eat anything all day. I'll drink water and then I'll have dinner again on Monday night. That would be a 24 hour fast. And I think it's the next logical step after you've mastered intermittent fasting. And I think what we're you know, one of the reasons we want to do this is we don't want the body to get used to anything. Yep. It's kind of like, you know, you're, you're, you're so used to doing one thing. It's like that movie airplane, you know, no, it's exactly what they'd expect me to do. You got to do something different. Keep the body guessing because that's survival. You want it to be fit, you know? And so when you do a 24 hour fast, the body, the microbiome, you're going to lose more of the bad ones. Yep. And the one thing that's so brilliant about this is on the seventh day or intermittently, you're going to eat, you're going to have feast days. And right. that allows the body to not think that it's starving. That's why most diets quit working because it's just the same old thing. Pretty soon yeah, it doesn't and, work. And what you're talking about, and again, is an important part of, of weight loss in general is diet variation. Mm -hmm. And we'll, both of us are going to teach this at our events. I think yeah. this is a missing component in weight loss for sure. Absolutely. We become zealots for one style of eating and we just eat that way all the time. It works amazing for us for, uh, for a moment. But if you don't vary it, then over time it stops working as well. This is like counting calories. Some of the diets that have you count calories all the time. Yep. You might have some some wins at the you know for a while. And this is the first of the years coming up. People are going to set goals, doing things that maybe worked for a while for them before, and then stopped working. That's why what this is so different. What we're teaching is so different. People haven't really got the tech on this. Mm -hmm. It's new. Yeah, it I is mean, new. It's fasting's so been around forever, but the tech say, is new. It's so funny because it's yeah. ancient healing. Yeah. So yeah, and I have to, uh, two things I wanted to talk about on the 24-hour fast is mm -hmm. one is remember the longer you go, the more you're forcing the body to go get the stored food. 
food. Yeah. So that's the beauty of a 24-hour fast. Now, the other point that I think is really uh, powerful for people to understand is why calorie restriction diets don't work. Mm. And Dr. Jason Fung, I, I have to give him credit for this because he is really the one that, that has brought this to our attention. And in his book, The Obesity Code, he talks about a set point. When you lower calories and you up your exercise, what you do is you change your set point. So you end up, let's say you are lowered your calories to 1500 calories a day, and then you burn 500. Now your metabolism thinks that a thousand calories a day is what it needs to maintain or lose weight. But that's hard to keep at over time to keep sticking with only a thousand, you know, 1500, 500 to exercise. If you vary from that, then you're going to be, you're going to gain weight. What happens when you do fasting and variation like you're talking about is that you take the set point out of the equation and you start teaching the body that there is not a set point. There is only one way to burn energy and that's through burning it through fat and that's by accessing these mitochondria in the cells. So the calorie counting, if it had been accurate, we would be a, a nation of very thin people. Yeah, It's not accurate that what we need to do is change the way that we approach how often we're eating. Yeah, and we all know what Einstein said, if you keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result, you know, you can fill in the blank. So if you really want to try to start your year healthy, 2019 is a great year to do it, especially with what's coming out and the data just, I mean, unbelievable science that you and I are involved in. And we're, we're tapped into these incredible people that are teaching us all this, introducing us to the the actual scientists. Yeah. Like we'll talk about Walter Longo in a minute. But, you know, this is the year to try something different. And if fasting yes. is interesting to you, Dr. Mindy Pels is uh, P-E-L-Z is doing a workshop on January 5th in San Jose. I'll be doing one. I'm Dr. Duncan McCollum. I'll be doing one uh, the same day over here. And uh, you can reach Mindy you want to say? Yeah, the best place to find me, you can go to my website, Dr. Mindy Pels, P-E-L-Z. Um, I have articles, uh, videos. You can go to my YouTube channel. Um, if you want to know more about the event, uh, you can go to my Facebook page uh, or you can go to Eventbrite and just type in the Metabolic Reset in Eventbrite and you'll find me there. So. Yeah, and the Metabolic Reset, what an awesome a term that you coined really, yeah. which is awesome. I really love that. Yeah. I like the term reset. I, uh-huh. I wrote a book called the reset factor and yeah. I, I think it's why I like it is again, I'm, I'm really, uh, I really want to give people the power back and I want people to understand it doesn't matter how far down the rabbit hole you've gotten with your health. You can always turn around and reset it at any point in time. Our bodies are made to heal. They're, yeah. They are pre-programmed to heal. And anytime you decide to draw a line in the sand and say enough is enough, I'm ready to do something different, then you can reset it. Yeah. And you know, Mindy, you and I together, we've been in practice a long time. Long time. And uh, so we've seen miracles. I mean, the miracles that happens without drugs. Now, we're not saying that oftentimes drugs are needed and surgery is needed. People wait too long or they have severe poisoning or accidents. You need that. But you know what? The humans have been on this planet for a lot longer than antibiotics have been around. Yeah, and and two amazing examples of healing is if you cut your finger, Mm -hmm. you don't have to sit and think, (laughs) oh, okay, hold on, I got to make a Band-Aid for this thing. Your body naturally heals it. Uh, You know, I I think uh, when I got, was pregnant with my children, I was just always amazed that I could go throughout my day and I developed a human being inside my (laughs) belly. It was like, whoa. Well, guess what? When you're in a sick place, when you're feeling weight loss resistance, when, when you're having chronic pain, there is that same intelligence there to help you. And fasting and and the principles we teach, chiropractic, all of those are an incredible resource or toolbox to tap into that innate healing power. Yeah. And I think, you know, you and I know as chiropractors that chiropractic was and is still phenomenal because the nervous system controls everything. But what 
the old time chiropractors told us is they found that people needed more adjustments longer because of something going on in the environment. And we know yeah. now that's chemicals. It's uh, 80,000 chemicals that man has created in the, since the turn of the last century. Yep. And think about this. This is what blows me away. It could take scientists five, 10 years to create some, some amazing chemical that's going to do something. Yep. That gets in your body and your liver has to figure it out in a split second or you die. Yep. Our bodies are so amazing. So we got to give them credit. We got to trust them. Take away too, you know, we're just, we're stuffing them to death. Yep. Yeah. With food that has no value. Yeah. I, I always tell patients that we could put a thousand of the smartest doctors in, in a room. And when you do things like get adjusted, uh, when you, when you start to fast and you tap into this intelligence, this intelligence is so much smarter than the educated brain. Yeah. It knows what to do. I, I, so this would be something interesting to point out is that one of the things that these longer fasts do is they uh, force your body to secrete stem cells. Now, stem cells are repair cells. Um, you do not have very many stem cells the older you get. The younger you are, the more stem cells you have. So when you fast and you get this stem cell uh, uh, production, it goes to the part of the body that needs it the most. I always use the example last January, I decided to go on a five-day water fast. And at that time, I had a really bad Achilles tendon injury. And I'm a runner. I was a little freaked out because I was like, oh, I don't want to end my running career. Really enjoy running. I had done everything, chiropractic adjustments, supplements. I'd thrown everything at it. And everything moved the needle a little bit. But the minute I did the five-day water fast, boom, that Achilles tendon healed. And it, it, that was a year ago. It's never come back. I have the same thing. I hurt my shoulder so bad I had to hire another doc to come in. I, I was adjusting everybody with my left hand. You know, it's really hard to do sometimes. Very hard. And that's about the time I did my first water fast. And, you know, our, our uh, friend, Dr. Pompa, said, look, the, it's going to take about six weeks for the stem cells to go in. And they're smart. They'll repair it. And sure enough, they did. My shoulder got better. Now, chiropractic and all that helped. Of course. Because I knew I needed to do that. But I'm used, still trying to use my shoulder every day because I'm treating... I'm helping people. Yep. yep. Yeah. And, and I think that what, what people are missing is that there is this intelligence that if you take all these tools and you put them together, boom, now you've got yourself an incredible healing situation. Now here's the deal. How do, how does somebody go about doing this? Because you know, it's not like you buy a toolkit and you go rebuild your engine. And sometimes people think, and we've had people do this, you know, that they go, well, I'm going to go do this and they just try it. And maybe they shouldn't have done it yet. Yeah. Maybe they were on some kind of medication that is, in, you know, would be inappropriate to mess with. So if you're sick, you, you really want to talk to somebody first about it. And, you know, we can always uh, give you our thoughts and refer you to your medical doctor if you're taking meds that we, you know, you, you need help with that in that arena. But the... There's three types of people that are going to do these fasts. Somebody's going to get in, they're in pretty good shape, they're going to fly through it, it's going to improve their health, their performance, they're going to love it. And then there's going to be the ones that need a little help, they don't understand it, they don't know about this symptom or that symptom, they get a little freaked out. And then there's people that are chronically sick. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not that they can't do it, but they're going to need more help than the other people. Yeah, I think that's an important point that, you know, there's a good part of the population that can just jump into fasting. They may be a little bit uncomfortable, but they'll figure it out. Um, I think that middle group that you talked about, it may take them a little longer to figure out, but once they kind of get a group with it, they'll be great. But the chronically sick person really needs to be coached. And unfortunately, and part of why we chose this as a topic for the show is that there's so such a lack of education um, on fasting and especially in the medical community. I, I can't tell you how many patients have happened to mention to their doctor that they're fasting. I've got diabetics that are fasting. I have a, I have a diabetic right now, a type two diabetic who has her A1C 
Stacey is coming down dramatically doing longer and longer fasts. Her medical doctor doesn't want to hear anything about that. Um, but he's watching her A1C go down, 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 down. But she and I are in close communication. When she does a longer fast, I'm, you know, I'm, we're, I'm having her look at her blood sugar. I'm having her look at her ketones. Like we're, there are ways that you can look at the very closely what your body's doing. So if you're chronically sick or you're a diabetic, um, you really need to be coached through that. Yeah, and we're going to be teaching people at our seminar that's coming up. And I keep saying this because we really want you to come. We want to help you. Yeah, we you know, do. We want you to learn how to do this. We're going to give you the tools so that you can do this for the rest of your life. Yes. But you got to be shown how to ride a bike first. Yes. Once you take the training wheels off, it's your bike. That's right. And that's our goal to, to help you do that. And, you know, we know that Dr. Um, Jason Fung, that's what he works with diabetics a lot. Yeah, he? he's actually uh, a nephrologist, so he yeah. works what he kidney was... Kidney doctor. Yeah, he was working with doctors that, uh, or with patients that had kidney damage from being diabetics. Mm -hmm. And he got so exhausted treating the end result of, of poor insulin control yeah. that he started to dive into understanding insulin and, and insulin resistance. And that's where he saw the literature on fasting and started to put these patients through uh, fasting protocols and then he saved their kidneys. He saved their kidney function um, because he could stop them before that damage happened. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, when we talked to him and meet, met with him, you know, and he went over that information, it's pretty phenomenal. Incredible. So what, let's talk about, we've got a little bit of time left here. Why don't we go talk about the um, fasting mimicking diet, Dr. Walter Longo, who a lot of people might have seen on the, the show recently, right? Yeah, he was recently on NPR. Uh -huh. um, Dr. Walter Longo has coined a term called fast mimicking diet. And what he did is he discovered that if you took type one and type two diabetics and you limited their calories, you limited their protein intake for a period of five days, and you did that once a month for three months that you actually could see pancreatic cells start to regrow. Wow. And it did it by stem cells like we mm -hmm. were talking about. Um, and so it's, it's a really cool way to approach fasting if you're not wanting to take completely take food out of the equation. Um, there's some great information on it. You can go to my website. I have a, a fast mimicking cheat sheet that I use uh, or, or message me on Facebook. Um, or you can go and just start to, to Google Walter Longo. There's some, he has some incredible information out there. He, um, he actually has a pre-done food program called Prolon. Um, I tried it. Uh, it's not organic. I don't like that it's not organic. Um, so I'm going to reverse engineer it and show it up at my metabolic reset. Yeah, you've actually um, put out some Facebooks on on that whole thing. It was kind of fun to watch you go through it. But yeah, yeah you know, I mean, to me, uh, I've throughout the years, I've always looked at different types of diets out there and I, I like real food. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just to me when I, I see if I can do this with real food and we live in, those of us in California, we got it here. Yeah, we, we have do. an incredible amount of organic food here and that's that's what's really important. Walter Longo, he um, is at USC, I believe, yep. right? Yep. And uh, so, and he talks about stem cell production after 30 hours of fasting, right? Yep, yep. After 30 hours and after three days, you get the maximum, your whole immune system reboots after three days of a water fast. Yeah, so we jumped ahead out of the five-day water fast, but that's kind of one of the things that I'm going to be doing at my office after we do our January 5th show is we're going to be helping people go through all the ins and outs of learning how to check their, if they're burning fat or not, uh, getting their blood sugar down, trying different types of diets and seeing if they can um, get through a, a day fast. And ultimately, uh, a lot of us are going to be doing a five-day water fast. Yeah. And uh, the first time I did one, it was it blew me away. I, I actually, there was a day or two that was a little rough, mm -hmm. but by the fourth and fifth day, it was I was amazed at my energy level, the yeah. cl mental clarity was unbelievable. Yeah. So, um, so we're going to be uh, again on uh, January fifth. Mindy over in Dr. Mindy Pels in San Jose, and I'm Dr. Duncan McCollum. Uh, my office is in the Brown Ranch Shopping Center. 
in Capitola. My number is 831-459-9990. And if you want, you can text um, on your cell phone, put 474747 as the phone number, and then put start fasting, all one word in the text line, and hit that, and it will take you to a way to register for our show. And what's your office phone number? Yeah, my phone number is 408-298-8092. And again, you can find me all over social media. Um, my, on my YouTube channel, I'm, I'm really doing a lot of education because, like we mentioned early on, I just really want people to feel empowered. I want people to understand that they can do so much of their health on their own. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's really uh, it's so amazing. Just again, just to see what's going on in the health world, and we really hope that you uh, are out there listening. And um, we'll be doing these shows in January too, the second and third Saturday in January, and then we don't know from there where we're going to go. We might surprise you with something else. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, the, the purpose to come to these types of events is to educate yourself and empower yourself. There's an incredible book out there called Undoctored, and it was written by the guy who wrote the uh, Wheat Belly book, mm. um, William Davis. And he talked about how we're in a time right now where we can Google, let's say I have a thyroid condition, we can Google thyroid and we can learn so much about thyroid and how it relates to ourselves. And then we walk into our doctor's office and we actually in that moment may know more about the current science on our own thyroid condition than our, doc our own medical doctor would know. Yeah. And I think it's what I'm seeing and I think you probably see this as well is that we have so much information out there, but we don't always know how to put it together. So these events are great because you, what you and I do is we show you how to put it together. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's so many diseases out there and really it's all just comes down to a body that's not working right. Yeah. And you might have some, you know, arthritis, some inflammation in your body, all these labeled diseases. And it just means that the cells aren't working that's well right. at a cellular level. And that's what Dr. Mindy and I are going to be helping you work on getting your body healthy again, get those cells healthy because life begins in the cell. Yep. And yep. Uh, that's what fasting, that's, that's the only reason to do it. Right. You know, if, if it was just a fad and fun, that'd be one thing, but it's actually helping people get their life and their health back. And, you know, Mindy, isn't it expensive to fast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing about fasting. They're really the only barrier is your own mindset. Yeah, you don't have to go buy a whole bunch of certain type of food yep. that you don't like anyway. Yeah. And, well, how about how much time does it take to prepare all right, this stuff? Right, oh, In my practice, I've got some busy professionals uh -huh. and they always look at me a little bit unsure <laughs> when I tell them about fasting because yeah. they'll say, well, I'm going to be in a board meeting with, you know, really important people, which I understand. But then once they get the hang of it, they go, oh my gosh, I can accomplish so much more in a day when I don't have to think about eating. Well, you know what? How much energy is used up in digesting your food? Oh, a, a ton. You know what? If you're digesting your food, it shuts down your immune system, your um, fight or flight mechanism shut down, your brain sh shut down. That's why you're sleepy. Um, so many different systems, you know, and then it, if you can stop that digesting of food, that's why we want you to eat in a small window of time. All that energy can go for repairing your body, for, you know, muscle activity, for brain function and all kinds of more fun things than sitting yeah. around digesting food. Yeah, th uh, last time we talked about the ketogenic diet, which uh, really has a component of fasting in it. And what Dr. Fung has really brought to, and even Walter Longo as well, to everybody's attention is that when ketones go up in the body because you've taken food out of the equation and so your blood sugar's gone down, your liver's producing ketones. Let me just say, ketones are fat cells being burned. That's, it's perfect. That's yeah. a perfect, that you're, brain works 20% better. So I always think if I had a pill that would cause people's brain to work 20% better, everybody would jump on it. 
Well, guess what? We have that pill and it's called your own intelligence. Mm. And all you need to do is stop eating for a certain period of time and you get to access that pill. And it's not going to cost you money. You, it just needs you to add some discipline mixed with some knowledge and you'll start to see how powerful your brain can work as well. Yeah, and eliminating some of the things in your environment that is a that's actually been making you sick for sure. But I, I want to caution you because you can go get a ketone pill, but we're not talking no, about that. Not. Good point. Yeah. we And you know what? One of the neat things about when you really start fasting and you're, you get into this f funny word called autophagy, where your body's breaking down all of the old, weak cells and bacteria, it takes those components and makes brand new stem cells. Amazing. All the vitamins and minerals. We don't, some people say, do I need to take supplements when I fast? No. No. In don't. fact, we encourage you not to because the whole purpose of fasting is to tap into the intelligence of the body. Yeah. Don't mix it up with putting supplements in there. Right. So I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah. people think, well, do I keep taking this? But no, your body's going to take all those vitamins, minerals, all those components, and 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 then you're going to, you have like this recycled bin. You know, here we have the gray bears. That's where right. Where people go buy things they need, but that's what the body does. We're teaching it to be mean, a mean, lean fighting machine. Yep. Yeah. So you can yeah, survive. And, and we're giving you the power back. I, I, I really cannot emphasize that enough that when you start to understand the principles of fasting, you you get to control this. You get to be your own doctor. You get to, to um, decide how you want to feel. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just this is Dr. Uh, Mindy Pels from San Jose, and I'm Dr. Duncan McCollum. And uh, this, uh, if you want more information, you can go to either of our websites, uh, Dr. Mindy Pels and I'm McCollum Family Chiropractic. We have events coming up on the 5th. Yours is in San Jose, mine's in Santa Cruz. And uh, you can go to my, you can dial 555, excuse me. <laughs> that's the number I always give. <laughs> you can go to 474747 as though that's a phone number and put... Um, start fasting in the text line and, and then that will take you a lot of information. And then Mindy, you want to give your... Yeah, you can go to Eventbrite and you can go directly to Eventbrite and put in the metabolic reset mm -hmm. and uh, you can get a ticket right there um, or you can go to my Facebook page. You can go to my website. There's information on, on both those. And one of the things that I did is I took every style of fasting and I put it together in a 15-day reset. So yeah. I'll be showing you how in 15 days you can just reset this metabolism quickly. And I'll show you an entry into fasting because then you and I talked about about this with the work that you're going to do is that it just doesn't, you, it, sometimes you need a little, you, you need to understand how to train your body to fast. Yeah. And you're going to fall back a little bit and make mistakes and it's okay. You know, you're, we're going to have groups of people that are all in it together trying to make it happen. Yeah. Community support. I think that's yeah. really important that what you and I are working to do is build a community around fasters. And I have a, a Facebook group called the Resetters. Uh, you can find a bunch of fasters in there. So we all like to cheer each other on through this process. Yep. And so listen, if you like this show, let us know. You can uh, call my office, 831-459-9990 and find out of my, my event coming up on the 5th and Mindy's uh, in San Jose. And, um, you know, let us know. We, we want to help you guys. We're going to be on next, the second and third Saturday in January. Mitt, we'll have a lot of people fasting yeah, by then. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's we, be pretty we should exciting. bring on some, some of the stories and yeah. so that people can see. Because it is, you can look at the concepts, but then to hear it in action yeah. will help you really embody it and apply it. And one thing that I want to do, Griffin, are you ready over there? We're going to, just like just about anything out there, you know, there's always a disclaimer. So we're going to play our disclaimer right now about getting healthy. None of this information has been evaluated by the FDA, nor has it been endorsed by Big Pharma, the AMA, or the CDC. Be aware that eliminating toxins and eating healthy organic foods and eliminating genetically modified or processed foods from your diet may be good for your health. Implementation of any of this information may result in improving your health, restoring proper digestive function, increasing your energy, strengthening your immune response, and improving your sleep. All right, well, thank you so much. We're going out with Sasha, Dob Sasha Bassa by Smith & Gale Dobson. Sasha girl You're gonna find the world is like a bounce on mama's knee
you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.